In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today, actually, is the last Sunday of the Holy Great Fast, and the Church used to baptize the catechumens on that day. That's why it is called the Baptism Sunday. And because the sacrament of a baptism is called also the sacrament of enlightenment, in which God enlightened the person who is baptized and move him from darkness to the light of God, from death to life. That's why the church chose this reading, the healing of the man who was born blind. And actually, there are many miracles of healing blind people, like Bartimaeus. But why the church chose this actually miracle in particular? Because as this man was born blind, we all born as sinners with corrupted nature under the sentence of death. So we are born blind. We are born as sinners with corrupted nature and under the sentence of death. And because we are born blind, we need to be baptized. The church actually, from the time of the apostles, used to baptize the children. Why the church is baptizing the children? Because they need the light of Christ in their life. And as we say in the creed, and we believe in one baptism for the remission of sins. And as also Hananiah said to St. Paul before his baptism, he told him, be baptized and wash your sins. So the question here, when we baptize a child, which sins are forgiven? It is the original or ancestral sin with which all of us were are born. That's why you are born blind. So the church used actually this miracle in particular, not the miracle of Bartimaeus, but this miracle in particular, to emphasize the doctrine that we are born with sin, born with the original sin, born with the ancestral sin. That's why we need baptism for this sin to be forgiven, for our nature to be cured, and for the sentence of death to be removed. The church baptized the catechumens on this day so that they can participate in the Holy Week as full Christian, as full believers. But in this actually miracle, we have two groups of blind people. A person who is physically blind, but spiritually he is enlightened. And people who are not physically blind, but they are spiritually blind. Like the religious leaders of Israel. And they asked the Lord, are we blind also? And the Lord told them, 
If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say, we see, therefore your sin remains. Meaning what? If you admit your blindness, then you will ask healing and forgiveness, and your sin will be forgiven. Then you would have no sin. But since you insist that you see you are in denial, you don't admit your blindness, that's why your sin remains. What are the reasons of spiritual blindness? The first reason, when we don't have a true relationship with Christ. Christ is the light of the world. He said, he who follows me will not walk in darkness, but he will walk in light and he will have eternal life. Some people, they are churchgoers, they come to the church, they are religious, they fast, they read the scripture. But all of this are just practices without getting into a true relationship with God. Without getting into a true relationship with God, who is the light of the world, I will be walking in darkness. We need actually to ask ourselves, what kind of relationship do I have with Christ? Am I connected to Him? Am I abiding in Him and He is abiding in me? Or just I follow Him like the crowds, but not necessarily having a relationship with Him. Another actually reason of spiritual blindness, when the person doesn't understand or does not read or does not live by the word of God. As we read in Psalm 119 that the word of God is lamp to our feet and light to our path. If we don't read the word of God, we'll be walking in darkness and we will be blind. The Word of God actually is light to our life. In Psalm 19, verse 8, we read that the commandment of the Lord are upright. The instruction of the Lord are pure, enlighten the eyes. His instructions are pure and enlighten the eyes. Tanful said, let the word of God dwell richly in you, dwell richly in you. So are we poor in the knowledge of the word of God or the word of God is dwelling richly in us? There are different kinds of people, people who do not read the Bible at all and their excuse that the Word of God or the Bible is difficult and we don't understand. Another group, people read the Word of God, but without making any effort to understand. Although now, thank God, many commentaries are available, but they don't make any effort
to understand the word of God. Third group, people may read and understand and they can hold the discussions and debates about the word of God, but they don't live by the word of God in their life. They don't apply it. We as Christians, we should read it regularly and understand it and keep it in our heart and live by it. The third reason of spiritual blindness, when a person lives in sin without any real repentance or any real spiritual struggle or any admission or confession of his sins. So gradually the sinful life will harden the heart of the person and blind him. Like love of money, for example, love of pleasures can blind the person. And we have the example of Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, but because of the love of money, he was totally blind. And when he tried to return the money to the religious leaders of Israel, after his conscience rebuked him for betraying the Lord Jesus Christ, they told him, where were your sight when you betrayed him? Didn't you see that you were doing something wrong? Are you coming now after he was delivered? The Bible teaches us today, if you hear voice, don't harden your heart. Hardening the heart will blind the eye and make the ear deaf also to the voice of God. Another reason for spiritual blindness, when there is no forgiveness in my heart and there is no love in my heart, as we read in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 11, he who hates his brother, he is in darkness and he walks in darkness and he does not know where he is going because darkness has blinded his eyes. So hatred, holding grudges in my heart, judging my brother, not forgiving him, all these sins actually make the person is blind. But a person who loves all and know how to forgive and his relationship with others are reconciled is a person who is enlightened by the love of God. Because the love of God actually enlightens the person. Another reason for spiritual blindness is when we are deaf to the word of God. As we read in Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 21, your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, 
whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. God speaks to me and he will tell me this is the way. Walk in this way. Don't go to the right or to the left. But if I am deaf to the word of God, I don't have the trained senses to be able to distinguish the word of God. Then, because I did not listen to him, I will not walk in the right way. And instead of choosing the way of light, I will choose the way of darkness. As the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, many ways appear upright to the person, but its end is destruction. When actually I walk with God and listen to his direction, listen to his instruction, then even if I missed the way, he will redirect me. He will lead me into the way of life. Another reason for spiritual blindness is arrogance and pride. Because the arrogant person, he focuses on himself. He doesn't see anybody except himself. He doesn't see anybody, including God. Like the narcissistic people, I'm not speaking about personality disorder, but speak people who are self-focused. Self-focused, they are blind. They don't see anybody. It is me, not even me first, but it is me only. It's me only. So they became blind. Stubbornness, lack of obedience, not following the way of the fathers, the early church father who walked in the way before me and show me the way. All these are symbols of a blind person because of arrogance. If you think about the religious leaders of Israel, and by the way, was the only group that did not benefit from the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because the Lord actually visited them, spent the time with them in their houses, like when he visited Simeon the Pharisee. He taught them. He allowed them to ask him questions, and he answered all their questions. But why they did not benefit from him? Because of their arrogance. When they heard a parable about them, and instead of returning back to God and repenting, they actually start to plan how to arrest him and how to kill him, how to get rid of him. When the person is humble, he will receive grace from God. But a proud person will be resisted by God, will be rejected by God. And if he's resisted by God, will be a spiritual blind. All of us, in a way or another, we have a spiritual blindness to some degree. So we need to be able to say with this man who was born blind, we were blind, but now we can see. 
He started his journey. And can you see a progression in his enlightenment? There was a progression. For example, when they asked him, who opened your eyes? The first description, he said, a man called Jesus. For him, Jesus was just a man. And then they asked him, what do you think about him? He's a progression. He said he's a prophet. Now he is not just a man, but he's a prophet. Then he spoke about him as not just a prophet, but a righteous prophet. When he said, since the world began, we never heard that a person opened the eyes of a man who was born blind. If this man was a sinner, God wouldn't listen to him. And finally, when the Lord told him, do you believe in the Son of God? He told him, who is he? And with this revelation, the Lord revealed himself to the man born blind. And he told him, I am he who is talking to you. Immediately, he worshipped him. He accepted this revelation in humbleness because his heart was already open to accept the revelation of the divinity of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he worshipped him. He worshipped him as God. So we can see the progression from a man named Jesus to a prophet, to a righteous person, and finally, he is the Messiah, he is the Son of God. In the same way, is there any progression in our knowledge of God and in our enlightenment? When we start our journey with God, our eyes will be opened gradually to know Him and to acknowledge Him. Another miracle, when the Lord healed a blind man, the first stage, he saw people like trees. And the second stage, he saw everything clear. So, even if I am now in the first stage, I see things not clear, but at least I start seeing. I should not be content with this. But I need actually to ask God to clear my vision completely so I can see Him clearly. In the Beatitudes, the Lord said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. When God purify our hearts, we'll be able to see Him, we'll be enlightened. So let's ask and pray today for purity of our hearts, purity of our minds, purity of our souls, that God may reveal himself as he revealed himself to the blind man and tell us, I am he, so we can actually see him and worship him and glorify him in our life. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.